Last week, J-Mac told us about his decision to stop his chemo treatments. If you remember, J-Mac explained how the process was actually making him so sick, it was taking life away from him, not adding to it. Well, as you might imagine, that decision not only affects J-Mac, but his family too, mainly his wife, Laura, who's a doctor and an executive at the American Cancer Society. In this episode, Laura talks about how she's handling his decision to stop the chemotherapy treatments. She also discusses how the kids are doing and the personal challenges she's facing as they walk through this cancer journey together. I was remembering when we, you know, you got the CT scan results recently, and it just that we can look at those results as God because it was clear. And that is beautiful about how God can walk with us and show us even amidst like a circumstance and a diagnosis that is complicated. You know, even to me as a physician, it's a complicated disease that, you know, man's understanding of it. We don't actually don't know a lot about it. You work for the Cancer Institute. I mean, you are Cancer Society or the Cancer Society. You're an executive in that, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Trying to prevent cancer, but then trying to treat cancer too, right? Right, right. And I think the, you know, the, this cancer, pancreas cancer, is something that we we like in this on this earth like don't have a lot of tools for yet, and we hope that further research and more understanding and God's inspiration, honestly, would show us more of what to do to how to help people. But what God's doing with us in this moment in time is that there just there just aren't a lot of tools in the toolbox, and it's a hard cancer to treat in this natural world. And that I can see is well, that a blessing. T- that tool, that toolbox is, you know, medicine or yeah. natural treatment, man's wisdom. It's man working and hoping that God will intervene and do miracles. But then God's removing that where there's no tools of man to rely on. Right. right. But right. just God. Right. Yeah, I was remembering, I think you always told us, um, about like maybe it was like a magnet or something you had that said like faith is not faith until it's all you're holding on to, and I and I that is what God is giving us to have. How have you how have you felt as a as a mother and a wife? Yeah, I have felt challenged. Yeah, and just I, normal. Yeah. I've felt all the feelings you might expect of just a, what is it going to be like? What will we do? And I have felt a deep reassurance that it's all going to be okay. You've felt a lot of things. What have you seen? Yeah, and I've seen Jason be happy. And content. Is that unusual for him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we've been married 17 years. Um, and I've known you maybe 20 years. And, you know, the thing that I've always respected about you and what really maybe drew me to you was that you had this 
desire and real like um, drive to know God and to see him like as real and like alive and like do the things that you had heard about and like read about that God could do like things that would be supernatural, like not understandable. You know, you're an engineer and have a intellectual strong mind, you're really smart, a lot smarter than me. Um, and, but you still had, you still could, you wanted to believe in the like beyond what you could understand. And, and in some ways like that, could did lead you to be pretty discontent you know we like we've said we, we've like had everything we've really wanted in life we have we've had we have each other we've had our boys we've had like incredible friends mm-hmm. family we've had you know great jobs and felt like we've like kind of accomplished what we set out to accomplish we wanted to help people. We've had an opportunity to do all of that. And there's been so many beautiful moments, but I've never seen you as content and happy as you are now. And I think that is really powerful. I was just telling the boys actually this morning um, about that, that you, you're really happy. Like I, there's nothing I can give you that like God's not already giving you like what I'm giving to you now is just adding to what you already have. How are the boys doing with it, Laura? I I think they're doing well. I mean, I don't, I think we committed at the beginning that we would be open and talk. And then we've asked them, to talk, you know, I don't know that they're telling us everything, you know, but I don't feel like they're not telling us anything. And I think they, I don't, I just think they have a simplicity as children. That's something we can follow that they see you happy and they're just not really worried. And, and they've actually been happy. Yeah. Where a lot of kids would be under pressure, yeah. depressed mm-hmm. or feeling that they, there's actually a happiness to them. That I've seen. Yeah. And we're, you know, we are in a really fortunate situation that we have, you know, their lives are so full of friends and family and so many things like this is just one piece of what we're, you're going through and what we're maybe going through together and that the rest of their life is the same. And I, I just think they have a, an understanding even at their age of like heaven and what's next Mm. after this natural life. And it's part of their calling too. Mm. part of how God's chosen to really add to their life. Just Mm. like mine, just like yours in this season. Carry on their dad's legacy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I have felt through this process, just something changing for us and in me. And I, it's not like I'm a human too, you know, like I feel feelings like I'm not, you might, I'm glad that you feel like I'm nice and and kind to you in this process, but I don't feel that way all the time. You know, I feel like the challenge, I can feel frustrated. I can be upset. But what Jason's saying is that you're not acting on your feelings, that he sees a power of God in you. That is not Laura. I know how Laura would be. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. It is, it, it is God. Like, it's not me. And I think that's what, I know that's what means the most to you, Jason. Mm-hmm. It's like you're saying, like, this isn't me. Like, you wouldn't, you're not going through this on your own strength. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it means a lot to me for you to be able to see that it's not you, that it's God, because if God can do that for you, he can do that for anything, Mm -hmm. any need that you would have, any concern or worry or fear that would come up, he can take care of it. Even if you can't see how he can do it today, he can take care of it because he's doing something right now that you can see that's not possible without him. So I feel like that encourages me because I see what God wants to teach you about who he is and how much more he can add to you where you need him. Man, you don't have to worry. He's got it. And we all want to be able to believe in a God that we can trust to come through for us. And I feel like that's what he's showing you. And I feel like he's showing me and I feel like I want to tell people you can trust him. Like the only reason that I can talk and say things the way that I can is because God is in there with me, giving me the strength, giving me the energy, giving me the right judgment about it. And so if he can do that for me, he can do that for anybody. And he wants to. And I just want everyone to get, to get the freedom. And as I continue to, to get it and share it, like I don't feel like it's about me. I feel like it's about God. I think it's humbling. I think uh, it's amazing what God's doing with you. And at the same time, it's humbling. I know there's people that get upset or lose their patience or get focused and can really miss life or the kids or each other. And like, you know, someone says, well, if you had stage four pancreatic cancer, you know, you know, what would that be like? I think what's happening with God and Jason removes excuses for people. Mm. Like if he can have peace, if he can have joy, if he can have power, then couldn't we all? That's humbling to me. Yes. And I mean, you know, I've spent most of my life coaching career coaching both of you, you know, but you, you, what God's done with you is humbled your coach. And I've learned so much from what God's doing in you that's made me a better coach. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful to see. It feels like a Thanksgiving podcast. It feels like a Christmas podcast. It feels like this season. And what I know is that you all have received the gift mm-hmm that God gave us, you know, over 2000 years ago. And it's a gift of love and that's what you have. And it's flowing through you both. And it goes beyond your medical profession, you know, or your consulting work. It, it, it's impacting people. Um, but I really appreciate you all's boldness and vulnerability to open up your lives and let us see into what it's like to go through what you all are going through because there's others that are going to go through it too. Mm. In one way, shape or form, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to just be cancer. It could be all kinds of things that affect people's lives or in people's lives. But what I know is that your life is not going to end. It's just the beginning. Right. 
you know, it's the pre-course of what, you know, the course you're on. And, and, um, you know, I just, this is the peace I would feel that, that I would want the earth to have men on earth to have is this peace that, that goes beyond man's understanding. You know, it would take humility of mind and God to speak into people's hearts for them to understand what you are trying to mm. express on these podcasts. Yeah. And they're beautiful and they're treasures. And I know that these will last, you know, with Laura and the kids and in your grandkids and your grand great grandkids. And a lot of people will pass on things, right? They'll pass down a wedding ring. They'll mm-hmm. pass down a necklace. They'll pass down a, a, a watch, a pocket watch. They'll pass down all these things that really don't last. But what you're passing down is eternal. And it's so beautiful for this time of season. Many times the emotional toll of a terminal diagnosis, like the stage four pancreatic cancer diagnosis that JMAC received, can drive couples apart. But I can tell you that is not the case for JMAC and Laura. I've known them a long time, and I have never seen them like this. So happy, enjoying each other every day with a love that's honestly humbling to see and to be around. It's led to some beautiful moments over the past year, including a moment while we were recording this podcast that we want to share with you. Like I'm watching you today here in the room, just looking at her. I know there was a song that that was that you sang at your wedding to her was like for the first time. It's a Kenny Loggins song. I don't know if we could find that song or even the instrumental, but like when Laura was talking, I was just watching you and I just feel a depth of what you're seeing about her or the blessing or like how God gave you her of all the women Hmm. of all the people you could have met in this world. He gave you a doctor that not knowing what you were going to go through someone that is working with the cancer society on top of that. Right. It's just not an accident. Right. It's, it is part of your predestiny. Yeah. What are you feeling when you're looking at her? Well, nothing, today? nothing that God does is ever an accident. There's always a purpose and we don't always see the purpose, but mm-hmm. I would say like when I, when I look at Laura and I, and I do, I watch her during the day and she talks to me a lot during the day. Um, there's a charity that she has that's not something you see like in, in the world, like a, just a way of giving and just feel God in it. I feel God like the way that she takes care of things for me and the way that she watches out for me. Um, it's, it's a level that goes beyond someone who's just a doctor in the world or who's just got some skills. There's a level of spiritual depth to it that enables her to do what she does. And I feel it. And it makes me excited to just be around her and spend time with her. Like, I don't care if I'm driving to the pharmacy Mm. or if we're going on a trip down to a treatment, Mm. I enjoy every minute just riding with her. You know, we stop and get ice cream. We do fun things like that, but you always wanted a best friend to marry. Yeah, she is. She's my best friend. She really is. And yeah, there's, a lot of what I see in her, I see God's attributes. 
and it's really sweet. And, um, you know, when you, when you need support, you know, you, the, the best care in the world is going to come from God. You have someone that's connected to God taking care of you. It makes a big difference. And that's what I have. Um, and so I receive a lot of things from God through her and she's got patience. You know, she's got a willingness to put herself down and I don't ever feel a bad attitude or frustration or anything towards me from her, even though like I can feel in myself, like the challenge of where I can be at because it can challenge me sometimes, but I always feel this support, this like positive looking to God, looking to like what's important, these reminders in our conversations, you know, about God, which is exactly what I need, exactly what I need. And God could not have given me a more perfect partner. Mm. There's no doubt about it. Not, not, not for the purpose of the podcast or whatever, not for that purpose or whatever, but I'd love to hear you sing it to her. Even if we just record it for the boys someday, huh? Seventeen years later. <laughs> Are those your eyes? Is that your smile? I've been looking at you forever, yet I never saw you before. Are these your hands holding mine? Well, I wonder how I could have been so blind for the first time. I am looking in your eyes And for the first time I see who you are I can't believe how much I see When you're looking back at me Now I understand what love is Love is for the first time I see it too between two people can this be real can this be true am I the person I was this morning and are you the same you it's all so strange how can it be all along this love was right in front of me and for the first time i am looking in your eyes and for the first time i see who you are I can't believe how much I see When you're looking back at me Now I understand what love is Love is For the first time 
I just, I mean, what is happening with you all is not meant to hide or put under a lampstand or it's something that people need to see. There's something that you all have received that people really need and what the world needs. But so it's just beautiful. I just appreciate even Jason singing. And I, I just feel the depth of where he's singing from. I, I, he is singing to you, but in some ways I feel like he's singing it to God. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, that the more each day has gone by, I just feel like the more he's been able to see God and and who he is and the love that he has shown towards Jason, like the love that you've shown towards him. You know, I know that God put it in you, Laura, to to partner with him and to, to support him. And, and I've always seen your heart for you wanting him to have his heart's desire about God. Mm. And you've learned to kind of put your feelings and, yourself aside and and that really is God's love in you and he's right there you are the perfect friend for him the perfect partner I can tell you that Laura and Jason have both wondered at times during the course of their marriage whether they were the perfect partners for each other they don't want to give you the impression that it's always been easy it has not But it's undeniable that the challenges presented to them this year have brought them closer together, and it's proven some things out in both of them, a love that God has put in them for one another, and they will both tell you how thankful they are for it. If you want to know more about J-Mac's story, you can always visit his blog at jmacsdreamteam.com or follow along on his social media feeds on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. LinkedIn.